Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Our Ladies of Sorrow. It's written by Kevin Ross. Our game master is Alex Sun, and this is episode 16. Our recap will be given by Holly Buto as her character, June Bear. But before we begin, we have a new patron. Badger Breasts has pledged 14.5 pounds. That's around $18 a month to our club. Thank you so much, Badger Breasts. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Holly? Thank you, Tom. When I'd heard people talk about their lives flashing before their eyes, I always imagined that it was just an exaggeration, a way to emphasize the danger they felt in a particular moment, but ultimately just storytelling. As I nearly drowned in that damn river, desperately hoping to save this little girl, to push her to safety, I can say that those people were right. All those memories, thoughts, regrets rolled over and over in my mind. I saw mom, she looked healthy, vibrant, not the pitifully emaciated form she was on her deathbed. I saw Chris and Kelly, God, I wish things had gone differently there. That I'd acted differently. It wasn't fair to him. I felt this despair at my actions, like it would be so easy to just let go and be done with it all. But that's what she wants, isn't it? She preys on those who are vulnerable, and I think we've shown her that we aren't weak. After acquiring weapons at an antique store, we had a conversation with the shop owner about the child's body found in the trunk. He was understandably very disturbed by the whole thing, but he was able to give us some information about the woman that the trunk came from. Divorced from her husband right around the time the boy went missing because she couldn't have children. Certainly sounds like a prime candidate for La Llorona's scheming. We need to go look at her home and see if any other victims might be hiding there. After our conversation with the store owner, Andy went to seek solace at a nearby church, but was attacked once again by La Llorona. She appeared to him in the confessional, disguised as a man grieving after drowning a child because a long-haired woman told him to. She then flooded the confessional and trapped him in using thick strands of hair. Everett was able to free him, thankfully, with a katana no less. On our way to the neighborhood watch, we came across a local museum honoring Frances Liston, an actress from the 40s. Nathaniel immediately recognized her from a vision he had, a femme fatale, threatening to kill us all for taking something from her. We'll need to look into this further. The events at the river have shaken us all. I nearly died. Esteban is severely injured. Nathaniel and Rooster put up a good fight. But La Llorona slipped away from us again. We'll be ready when she comes back, though. We have to be. Thank you, Holly. So let's continue where we left off. Our investigators have just gotten back from the muddied riverbanks, having saved the child beforehand. Getting back to the resort, they washed up quickly in order to get to the Francis Liston Museum. So here they stand, October 6th, Tuesday, about 8 p.m., in front of this two-story household. You can see inside, the lights are on, and in the front porch area, it's an enclosed front porch, there are several mannequins. Hmm. 
All right, let's uh, let's see if it's open. Yeah. Shake off the remainder of the rain. Mm-hmm. It, it, you said it let up, but uh, we're still kind of wet, so. I'm assuming the mannequins are kind of stylized as we would have seen Francis Liston in her movie stars. heyday as a star. Yeah. Of course. Yes, yes. So, outfits. I swear to God, if those come to life and start attacking us, freaking out. Well, that'd be a cliche. <laughs> so, as you step into the indoor perch, you can see the first mannequin is dressed up like a a news journalist from the 1930s, uh, one of Frances Liston's roles in her many films. There is a man inside. He is manning the front desk area. You can see the kitchen behind him has been converted to a gift shop and the rest of the household is just plastered with posters of Frances Liston. Her face is everywhere. He looks up and he says, um, Oh, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Barry. Barry. Nathaniel. Yeah, Barry Phillips. Well, nice to meet you. Here for the world-famous Francis Liston Museum tour? Yeah, we definitely have big fans. World-famous indeed. Yep. Uh, Well, admission is $3 per adult, so we can get that out of the way. I can, you can trust me, everything here is authentic. Barry himself is in a, a Caucasian man in his mid-40s. He's dressed in business casual. He's got a tie on. You can tell that he's probably had a long day of work at his uh, job at the dentist. And this seems to you like his passion project. So Barry, what brought you to uh, establish this outfit? Oh, well, I've always been interested in Frances Liston. She had some fantastic movies when she was in her heyday back in the nineteen, late 1930s, early 1940s. Uh, you know, I've got a cinema in the basement. Oh, All her movies on, uh, on real. Huh. Are you uh, a relative? I'm curious your um, devotion to Miss Liston. Oh, no, I'm just a fan who is... Taking advantage of having bought up this house, her childhood home, for a great price. So if you call uh, uh, Alex, uh, we'd said in the last episode that we were going to do some research on her. So I'm going to start saying things that will convince him that we are big fans and that we've, you know, we've done a lot of research. Yeah, and I've put some of her movies in the chat. Oh, so do you actually have you have an actual copy of The Devil's Eyes? I do. It's in the cinema in the basement, and that's, which you're welcome to look at after. That's the a hard one door. to find, you know. Yes, they're all first edition copies. It took wow. me years, years of scrounging around on eBay and estate sales to find. We find some of is those. This, um, from the outside of the house, did it look like well maintained or kind of run down? Kind of. Oh, it's well maintained. He's taking good care of his house. So, when did you say you uh, purchased the house? Oh, uh, maybe about twenty years ago. 
And you said you got a well, good son. Was that just from like uh, timing the market well, or was there something that uh, contributed to that? Uh, well, mostly just luck, really. Like, I was a fan of her work. I was introduced to her back in college when I was at film school. And then, what do you know? She grew up in Belford. Do you get a lot of a lot of people? Well, not a lot. Not not as hardcore as yourselves, having known of these this her movies. It's usually just an attraction for tourists. Um, what is it about her that makes her look so fascinating to you? Right. Well, it's she actually has such a tragic story. I tell you, uh, she. And tell you what, I'll tell her story on the tour, and I'm assuming you're all signed up. For, you're, oh, you're yeah, all signed yeah. Up oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Pretend like we're just an average customer learning about Miss Liston. Right. Then let me just take you through. And he starts to walk you through the living room where you can see that there are more mannequins, a lot of paintings of Francis Liston on the walls. There's a lot of antique uh, newspaper stories on display cases showing showing her life and as he walks you through he gives you the facts francis liston she was born to a cold delivery man neil liston and his wife margaret in Belford, right here in oct on october 20th 1919 she was the first child and she had a brother uh she had two brothers one born the following year and another one in 1922 she was very mature at an early age and she would raise her brothers as a young girl. She also excelled at school and would have would have graduated high school had she not left and escaped to go to Hollywood in 1936 to become an act actress. Her perseverance allowed her to get, and obviously her her good looks allowed her to get into a lot of uh, movies with well, some with RKO Studios. She found herself playing a lot of femme fatales in similarly strong female roles uh, in the films that uh, you've, you've named. We've got In League with the Night, Strong Medicine, Renegade's Trail, One Last Kiss Goodbye, etc. And when making the occult thriller The London Game in 1944, Francis fell in love with co-star, expatriate Englishman Andrew Wilder. The two married in early 1945, and later that year, the couple welcomed a son named Alan. The following year, daughter Louise was born. During these two plus years, Francis made no films, and Wilder's marginal success waned. At Francis's insistence, they exchanged roles, with Andrew raising the children back at home and Francis launching her comeback career. And she was successful for quite a time with the film The Lion Tamer and, uh, Gretchen Walker, rest in peace, but failed to re regain the degree of success that uh, carried that she had earlier in her life. Yeah, she started to appear in smaller and smaller films until she was uh, until her husband was accused of communist sympathies, and that basically ruined them. That that just smashed their uh, that comeback. Bucky McCarthy. Yep. Well, why don't we head upstairs, and I can show you the master bedroom, you know, France, and her bedroom, Francis's bedroom, 
where she herself have, has uh, grew up in. As you go up the creaking stairs, you can see that there are several more mannequins. Um, the uh, there are a lot of photographs of Francis Liston on this in this hallway, and he opens the door to the bedroom, where a children's bed is still there. There are photos of Francis at every age. Uh, there's two mannequins standing at the front, uh, at the far wall. One, a child in a simple dress resembling the one worn by Francis in the nearby photo. And another one that shows her in a very like early publicity photo. There's also a vanity table with like a big mirror on it and a bunch of makeup. And this vanity table was purchased from a dealer in Los Angeles and was actually owned by Francis Liston herself. Now, let's talk about the downfall. So as her fall from glory, uh, return to glory, stumbled, she turned to alcohol, uh, drinking scotch to help her sleep, as well as uh, other sleeping medications. Her performances in her later films became slurred, sloppy, wasn't good at all. And eventually she lashed out at her husband and children and drove them away. Her husband uh, basically took her children and went back to England. While mm. she ended up uh, basically drying up her bank account. And she ended up dying in a cheap hotel room in Hollywood in 1962, because uh, and, and she didn't she did not look pretty. She was she was bloated from years of alcohol and uh, medicinal mis abuse and from a bad heart. So, That's and her husband, yeah, her her family didn't even attend her funeral. Really, yeah, it was that bad. It's very sad. Right I don't like Judy Garland. What were her ties back to Valeford? Uh, when she hit it big, was she... All oh, she never returned. Well, Did no, they I'm... ever sell this house, or was the house just here waiting? Uh, I would assume that it was sold uh, after her parents passed, and then her brothers and sisters didn't want anything to do with it anymore because they went on and moved off out of Belford's. And what about her husband and kids? Where do they go? They're still in England. Or the children are, at least. From what I know. Mm. Yes, very, very tragic. Very uh, if you'd like, I could walk you towards the gift shop, or we can head to the basement and check out the cinema. Well, well, let's, 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 there. We, we don't want to keep you too long, but this seems to be your passion, and we're kind of interested, so... Sure. Fascinating, tragic figure. And what would you say? What was your name? Uh, my name is Rooster. Everybody Rooster. calls me Rooster. It's really not Rooster, but well, nice cool. to meet you. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go to the screening room. And I also got a question: Is there uh, in the sort of my seeing her in in my vision? I guess you'd call it. Mm -hmm. um, if I had done a little bit of research and looked up some of the films that she had been in, would I have noticed that the, like the setting that she was threatening me from, would that be from a particular film that she was in? Like, would I recognize the movie now? Um, 
Yes. Yes, you would. As a matter of fact, you were looking, maybe you were looking at that on the way here on your on your phone or on the laptop when you were waiting for someone else to finish showering. Yeah. And I'd like you to roll sanity because those were actual lines from the film where she was avenging her sister's death from a man named Nathaniel. I got an eight, so... All right, so coincidence. That, that doesn't make it any less weird. So, yes, those were actual lines from the movie. Kind of sends a shiver up my spine. It's uncanny. Mm-hmm. So, Barry, he takes a key and unlocks the basement where he welcomes you down. He goes first, and you can see that this room, it's, uh... It has enough seating for 35 people. It's a mm. massive basement. Nice. Yes. Um, GM, how old is Barry? Barry's in his mid thirties. Okay. There is a thirty-five millimeter projector at the back of the room, and another mannequin in the corner that looks like Frances Liston in her role in League with the Night, which was her first significant role. This mannequin is provocatively dressed. It has it's like a long black dress, and she's got a cigarette in one hand and a revolver in the other. That was from the 1930s? Yes, uh, in League with the Night. Yes, it was. Yeah. Late so pre, uh, oh, night, late 1930s. So I wonder how she got away from the League of Decency and wearing something like that. Hollywood loved her. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it was hot as hell. <laughs> Man, Barry, you. I think that if Frances were around today, she'd be really... Honored that you're yeah. bringing her like this. You're really you keep this place yeah. really nice. Yep. Well, uh, I do have some films. If you're you're welcome to watch any of these films. Well, it's near your closing, isn't it? We don't want to. Yeah, it is. Maybe we'll come back by tomorrow. Time by me. What time do you? Uh, that would be six p.m on Monday to Thursday and if I'm not here it's usually my wife because ah, you're uh, you're a dentist right yes I am I, I have a have a business in downtown hmm. film school the dentist interesting fact yes yes I was <laughs> snapped out of it and decided to and my my parents wanted me to make money so yeah but you make enough money that you can have a really cool hobby Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Keep all of this stuff. Yes. Any kids? No, I don't have any kids. Cool. Well, Barry, thanks for your time. I really appreciate you letting us have a gander. Sorry for coming in so close to closing, but oh no, it's it's all right. And maybe, um, maybe I'd kind of like to get a look at that, The Devil's Eyes, but tomorrow, yeah. I mean, it's I have really all rare. the films on it's CD, really rare. on DVD, if should you wish. It's in the gift mm. shop. Oh. Okay, thanks. Okay, well, let me lock this up and let's head over to the gift shop, people. And he finger guns that way. So, you can see in the gift shop that there's a lot of DVDs, uh, each for $25. And there's a lot of photo prints of Liston which are available for $5 each, as well as poster reproductions for $10 each. 
Well, I think that, you know, he's doing a lot of work here and, and preserving this, so I'll I'll buy something. I'll buy right. I'll buy the movie that I said the devil flies. Okay. You got it. So he rings you up. Uh, yeah, right. So if I'm not here because I'm working late tomorrow, it should be my wife, uh, Kathy. Cool. What's your last name, Barry? Uh, Phillips. All right. How are we, All gentlemen, right. ladies? Yep. He gives you a bow. By all means. Yeah, let's go. Uh, thank you, Barry. Of course. Yeah, thank you for your time. Anytime. Man, that guy is really passionate about what he does. I get it. If you make enough money, you can have a really cool hobby, and you might as well throw yourself into it if you've got the time and the money. And um, I Alex, don't know. The whole, it's, it strikes me as incredibly odd. Oh? I don't know. There's something... I kept wanting... It feels feel like some crazy fetish to me. Well, I didn't know enough about Francis Liston, but if if he'd have said that, you know, she murdered her kids and dumped them in the river, then I would have gone, oh, we're getting close, but... Yeah, I was expecting a connection. Something but... like that I was um, hoping for. I mean, the fact that the fact that she never never returned here, I mean, as... And Nathaniel, don't, don't get me wrong, but... I mean, your name is in that movie. You know, like that's just the that's just the dialogue. So you just saw a scene from the film, perhaps, and interpreted it in a way that's in keeping with your preternatural experiences. The Maybe thing there is, is nothing, uh, no connection between. Have any of you really ever watched one of her movies? Well, this, no, I've never um... heard of her until today. The thing is that, uh, just to clarify with me, Alex, is that um, you said that her first role was in a long black dress that was in the 30s. Mannequin, that was what, that's what the mannequin was wearing in the theater, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. He's got and, all of the dresses. Yeah. And um, that's when Antonio's going to point out that didn't you find back in Boston, remember that you found a dress? Oh, uh, well, yeah. I actually thought of that when I was there. I was looking for a crinkly black dress, but that would have belonged to. Uh, Mater, what's her name? Well, uh, well, the the thing the thing is that is that were you able to get that uh, class of um, thing? She said you got got identified to be somewhere from the 30s as well. I remember you said that you brought it to a maybe a dress yeah, of some sort. Yeah, I mean it was that that era of clothing. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. It could be another coincidence, but then everything is getting linked together. But. I yeah. I wonder. Maybe I go online and go through pictures of her from her movies and see if she's wearing that black dress, but doesn't seem like a Hollywood dress unless she's mourning in the movie that she's in. But I mean like a long a long black dress for Yeah, like a ball game. For like dress. galas or parties or something. That doesn't that does I mean old Hollywood was very, you know, garish and like, yeah, like this now, that's why I'd say that. that now, this, I suppose, but the, it, it looked the more glitz, like the, the kind glamour. of a, looked more like the kind of a dress you'd wear if you were in mourning for something. Mm -hmm. You know. I'm just trying to see if there's any connections on the previous uh 
encounters we had with her sisters. Um, maybe seeing patterns are not even there, but at this well, point. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, and this just might be my own prejudice, because Barry is kind of an attractive man. The fact that he's married, I was shocked, but uh, that he doesn't have any kids. Uh, and he collects dresses. Oh, okay. Now, now I have, according to legend, does La, La Lorona, um, she, one of her prey, let's say, is on uh, men who have been unfaithful. That's true. So, seeing that he doesn't have any kids, or he claims he doesn't have any kids, is there a possibility that... He's been here for years. All, 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 all right, I, I know, I know you're a Catholic priest and all, but that—that that is, <laughs> people can be happily in a committed relationship and not have children. That's a that's a it's choice. True. People no, it, can it, make. It, not everybody believes that contraceptives well, they might, are. A they sin. might physically Sorry. not. They Sorry. might physically not be able to bear children. No, I. I understand that concept, believe it or not, but I'm just pointing this out because of the situation we are in. We already have encountered La Rona how many times? If, if I, I think mean, this, if this is was not her victim, a... why hasn't she killed him yet? Yeah, you know? I, I, think I think this is I, not I, a connection. I think a more prudent line of investigation is the woman's house, whose the body, the child's body in the trunk was found. Like that yes, is, right. I would, oh, I was, would agree. I agree with June there. I think. Possibly. I think. I think. As insane as it might sound, that Nathaniel seeing that film clip was a coincidence, and that this dude's weird fetish has nothing to do with what's going on in the, the supernatural that, situation it, that we're in. It was very specifically that one segment of the film that played, and... Well, maybe we should watch the whole film. Yeah, let's watch it. Yeah. See what the whole, whole thing is whole about. All religions have been built out of coincidences. That's true. You know, it's how much How much do you want to read into it? I mean, if you think every little thing is a sign from some supernatural entity, that's one way you can choose to live your life, I suppose. I'm, I'm thinking, too, that we've both been, we've, we've all been attacked now a number of times. We might just be grasping at straws, looking for yeah. However, meaning and nothingness. Let's not discount the fact that even though maybe the connection with the children, uh, they didn't die that we know of, but they were taken away from her. And uh, that was one That's of true. what came in my experience there was talking about something was taken away from her and now she's going to take something from me. Right, but again, she was never back here. Yeah. You talked about how these sisters take avatars in a sense, right? They possess people. Yeah, I but wonder. But she, but she wasn't here. She wasn't in this place by this river. She That's left as a teenager. What if there is a connection. If anything, she abandoned her young brothers, right? Like, why would La Llorona possess somebody who abandoned children? I mean, she we... abandoned her own children, sure, but. I mean, she killed her own children. We should look it up to see if we can find her husband and children in England or in the media of some sort. Because what if they didn't? What if she said they went back and she murdered them? And they're well, buried we've been in the Googling her door. a lot. For... Have we? What, what year is it? How how sophisticated are smartphones? 2009. 
So no, I guess we've, iPhones we've are got the iPhone is just for release. Yeah, they're new. Well, we've got uh, it on the internet, so yeah. I would say if you have a credit rating above like forty, you have a smartphone. Well, oh, guess who I've got forty, so I've got a I smartphone. I have my little yeah. flip BlackBerry. Yes, you do. <laughs> Yeah, I Plus have we, a smartphone. We knew what we were getting into when we I'm came here. We might have a laptop. Yeah. You but know, that would be back at the resort. In right. those days, not, you know, I don't want to jump on the conspiracy bandwagon, but in those days, it would have been probably fairly easy to say, oh, my family ran off to England. Never to be seen again. Cause, and you know, nobody would ever look into it. It'd be too hard. You'd have to almost yeah. just go there yourself to verify that. And we didn't, by chance, anywhere in the house see a white dress that La Llorona would wear. No. Okay, just get get on somebody with a smartphone. Get on the internet. Just look up her family. See if they're still around. Uh, the wild family. That the, the rest oh, yeah. of the world doesn't know who this person is. So they, there's not a bunch of research on her. You know, we could have a movie so night. Yeah, maybe I'm tomorrow we'll come and watch a movie. Or we watch the one you just bought. Yeah. Well, we can watch that back in the, the hotel, but we want to watch the one that Nathan's. Oh, so that's not the one you bought? Was. I don't you know. Bought the, you bought the Devil's Eyes, right? Yeah. Uh, you could have you could have bought one of the ones that had the line. Okay. We'll assume that I did then. Great. You're Googling Andrew Wilder, and you find an obituary for him in, like, 1985. Okay. Uh, but he survived by two children. Okay. Then she didn't drown them. So that's, that's a dead end. But that's something to think about, that her children were... Then again, she drove them away, according to what Barry has told us, because of her alcoholism. In any way, she was drowning herself. But yeah, I mean, the, the, the record of murders that we have that have taken place, the murders and disappearances, extend back to a time when she had left. If I'm not mistaken, they were occurring in her absence. They were occurring here in this town while she was physically elsewhere doing movies. Her family never lived here. She never lived here as an adult. Yeah, the first instance. I don't is know how much 40s. there is here, other than our own paranoia. Yeah, the only thing that I could say, like, if this is, you know, a connection, I do know that. Yeah, she left Belford, but um, maybe Belford this... never leaves you. <laughs> maybe, maybe the um, this, the the spirit has the strongest connection to here and just latched onto the area. If that is indeed what happened, I think um, we're grasping at straws. Yes, but I do want to, I mean, the lady who had a dead kid in her trunk, I mean, if there's going to be a suspect number one for somebody possessed by a child murdering ghost. Yeah, we have to go over there. Yep, that's our next. Do we know We know where that house is? Or? Has, is that the one that's been washed away? You know, there's like a haunted house and that house has been washed away. Was that her? There home? was a haunted house that was just destroyed and now turned into an empty lot as for the house where the body was found in the steamer trunk that is that's that nice still state. exists oh okay yeah that, but it was sold at in the state auction and you can assume that someone else lives there now 
And it's late, so we need to go yes, back. Yes, it's about 9.30. Yeah, we, we can look this up in the, in in the, the morning. morning. After after we fight off that lull. Well, it's not pouring down rain. Maybe we're going to get the night off. It's not raining, yes. That's because we beat her, right? Like, that's what we found the last time when she attacked us in the hotel. Yeah, she kind of... But then tomorrow it might start raining again, in which case we got to be on guard. All right, so from what I'm hearing, everyone's heading back to the resort. Well, let's do a little detour. I want to go back by the, the river bank. Okay. And grab grab a stick, something, you know, about like that. Um, okay. And take it back to the hotel with me. Yeah, you can Just do that. An idea. So it's nighttime. The only illumination nowadays that you're getting is from the yellowish street lights and the houses off the distance everyone's settled in for the night the patrols have gone home because it's no longer raining as you drive down to the muddy river banks your car enters this depression and you open the door you hear the waves of the river outside it is lonesome you can find a piece of wood easily enough from one of the local trees yeah one of the ones that witnessed her trying to throw the kid in the water i'm gonna make a sharp pointy stick that's easy enough to do so you do it what are you doing there uh, making a walking stick or well it's part of that legend that i read the only way to fight her off was with a tree with a stick from a tree that where she murdered the children that witnessed it hmm. so i'm just kind of mm, Maybe. Maybe this will be something that hurts her. It's a good thing you remembered that, because I didn't. So, I'm going to take the stick back, and then I'll whittle it to a sharp, pointy stick. All right. Who's it driving, means by the way? It means I'll probably get close enough to her to where she grips my head off. I, I'm driving. Okay. So the drive back to the Seven Hawks Resort is uneventful. You check in. The nervous uh, attendant is there, Jenny. She says, oh, hello. She jumps up when you open the, the sliding doors open. Uh, enjoy you your night. Thank you. Did we get anything to eat? Yeah, who's making the popcorn for this? We order a I think pizza. We've, we've said we were going to eat a couple of times. I'm we we had I'll pasta. See if we can order pizza. <laughs> is, uh, is there a is there a bar or something open late at the resort or anything? Yes, yeah, of course there's a bar. It's a resort. All right, I'll get a mai tai. All right, and a pizza. Right, so you load up on snacks, and you're heading back to the suite. Uh, the suit suite where. Ahern is also sharing one of the rooms because you've all decided to sit together. The suite has a DVD player as well as a flat screen TV, so you should be good on that end. And you're going to watch the movie. I don't like the look on your face there. I'm, I'm always smiling. Waiting for something to happen. She's going to leap from the TV. All right. So there's a bit of black and white 
artifacts from the age, but it flickers on, and Ahern, he, he walks by and he falls up a seat. He's interested in what you're watching, too. And no, nothing weird happens. You are watching this movie, and just to summarize it, it is where Liston plays a vengeful woman on the trail of the men who led her sister into a sordid life before she was eventually murdered. Liston's character starts the film as a heroic character, but her cruelty escalates as she, uh, until she kidnaps the final victim's son to lure him to his death. She kills the main villain, but is herself gunned down by the police. And that's the movie. No backups, nothing weird. There's the line that you hear again, yeah. uh, Nathaniel, but it just... Means something different in context. Makes, makes your hair stick up. Because yeah. hearing it again. You can't help but think, is that... Is she directing this to me? So now... How was the movie? We're a little bit more sophisticated in our tastes of movies nowadays. Did we find it typical, boring, uh, ridiculous plot line, or was it pretty good? It was pretty good for its time. I would even say eight out of ten. If you're so, she was putting a yourself in the actress. Mindset. Yes. Obviously. I I just kind of feel like we're walking along though. Nothing. Yeah, this, I think this is a this is not the connection. We're I, I'm with I'm with Andy. I think we need to get to that house that where the body was actually found. Yeah, nothing's grabbing me here. Did I, we look into the house and see if it's currently in ownership um, residence? Yeah. Someone someone living there. Is it, the, the house where the the child was found in the trunk must have been sold pretty cheap because who would want to have a house I know, associated so with that? They don't always tell people when they're buying a house about the true. bad that's, things that happened. That's true, but I think White Pages was around in 2009. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah someone currently lives there. Oh. Well, dang, that's can't go knocking on the door. Well, we can call her on the phone and tell her that we're doing research and that would she mind if we dropped by? We don't want to intrude. But... Sure. Yeah, I'll try that. I'll call her on the phone. All right, well, it's about her, him or her. her 11.30 at night. Right oh, now. then I won't. It's no, kind of no. late, yeah. I'll do that tomorrow. Uh, let, let's get some sleep. We had quite a day. <laughs> okay, excellent. So... You all drift to sleep. Let's go. Me with a stick under my my pillow. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> a sharpened stick. All right, Everett, it's your turn. You drift to sleep only to open your eyes to find yourself in the back of a vehicle. It is a familiar vehicle because it smells like your family. It's, there's that familiar... And then uh, smell, and then you look around, and this is this is your sister Julia's car. And you're in the back seat. She's in the front seat. She's joking around with you. Uh, uh, Julia, 
It's really a... a yeah. You, a, a, I, I think we need to pull over. She is speeding down the road. There is a bridge ahead. Uh, Julia, Julia slow, slow down. Slow down, Julia. Just... Why? We're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. No, you, you, you need to listen to me, Julia. You, we Just stop the car, okay? Please. Me a inner social role. Uh, social role. Thirty-three is a regular success on persuade. Okay, she senses the worry in your voice, and she pulls over right before she gets on that faithful bridge. What's up? This. I don't know. I've had this this dream so many times, Julia. It's always funny. I always get older, but you know, you're the same as you were that that last that last day. I've never got you to be able to to stop before. It's a weird thing getting what you want sometimes. She rolls her eyes. Look. Everything is going to be fine. Wish that was true, Julia. Sometimes things aren't, they don't turn out okay. I mean, even if they don't, that's fine too. Just got to pick yourself back up. You can't, you can't always do that, Julia. Sometimes you can't pick yourself back up. Sometimes you reach the end of that road and that's the end of it. There is no carrying on. There is no optimism. There is no can-do attitude. It is just the end. You're talking silly. Horrible, horrible end. We've got our whole lives ahead of us. Yeah. Right. And that's that's that for your dream. As for June, you're back in the classrooms. You've got a you've got a larger class, one of twenty five, all elementary schoolers. Just and they're all talking and waiting for the teacher to get out uh, up from their desk and start the lesson. What are you teaching today? Um, we're gonna be learning reading. I'll be doing a little read read along with them, a little book. Okay. Dr. Seuss sure. classic. All right. And when you open that book to to read to your class, it says the legend of La Llorona. Well, I I must have grabbed the wrong book, boys and girls. I think I'm just going to... Let me see if I can find a different book over here. And as you motion to put the book down, you take one step, and there's a splash of water. Your socks are soaked. The water is rising 
in the classroom. Oh, oh. How are the children reacting? Um, some are playing around in the water, some are screaming. Okay, let's uh, let's all get in line in order, number order. We're gonna leave the classroom. It is okay. Um, it's just a little leak. We'll call we'll call Mr. Randy and he'll maybe he'll come fix it. I'm like trying to open up the door and <laughs> right, give me a social skill roll. Okay. Um persuade. Uh, persuade okay. Uh okay. No, that's a 94. <laughs> All right. So perhaps you don't quite have your wits about you and you fumble for the the doorknob, but it just won't open. It looks like bands of black hair are keeping it shut and the water is just rising. Kids, all the kids are just like screaming. It's going up to your base, your torso, their heads. Yeah, I was about to say that's 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 head height for a, a five. Correct. Okay, everyone, let's get on. Let's get on our tables. And Start I'm making like, a swim to pick them up and putting them on. Oh, sorry, what? Swim. Swim for no. your life. Swim roll. Oh boy. <laughs> no, no, it's a fail. <laughs> All right, so you are washed away, and you see these kids swept away from this humongous wave as it smashes the windows of your small classroom and you wake with a start. Roll sanity, please. Uh, that is actually a success. 18. All right. And that's going to be zero. But as you wake up, you hear her voice. And you can't quite tell if it's a dream or not because you're hearing, I'm going to drown your children. All right, Nathaniel, you're out, Atlantic Ocean, it's swaying because you're on a boat. You're with your children, Ellie, uh, your, your, your daughter, Ellie, teaching her how to fish. And it's a, it's a still, the ocean is still. There is Massachusetts, quite a distance away. All right, hey, Ellie, you gotta. All right, when you get a hit, when you get a good striper on the line, you gotta let it snag for just a second, okay? Don't pull right away. You're just gonna take it right out of its mouth. You gotta let it hit. Maybe half a breath, then you pull it taut, okay? Just like okay. I taught. Um, Dad, I, I think I, I, it, it bit, it bit. Oh, it's it's pretty big. And then she lurches forward, oh. almost going off the boat. But Whoa. she's hanging yeah. on because her foot's caught against the the edge. Mm -hmm. It looks like she's about to get dragged in. Oh, uh, Ellie, it, it just... I sort of grabbed her foot and grab her. All right. Deep in the water, you can see a humanoid figure. It reminds you of a mermaid, a siren even. But they have long black hair. Did you succeed that role? I did. Just okay. Right. And when you look up, just to see what is what exactly did Ellie catch, you see the body straddling the water of Frances Liston. It's her face, 
this the face of this mermaid and you tug Ellie back and she's just hugging hugging and crying into your into your like body all right come here Ellie. don't don't quit quit looking at that you don't need to see that that's um... the face watches you from the water Jesus, I'm cutting the line Jesus and as you cut the line you wake up All right, Rooster. You're actually back on the lake. Hmm. You're with your new partner, Dr. Remy Polanski. And he has an adopted son named Luke, one that you've grown quite fond of. You don't know how you're here, but you're back at that fateful lakeside cottage with the ice frozen over. You're all ice skating. You know you shouldn't be. You know that ice is a little thin. It's a little thin. Um, Guys, we need to get off of the lake. It's a little too thin. I can hear it cracking. Oh, not nonsense. Let, let, kid, let the kid have his fun. Don't, don't nonsense me. You know that my brother died uh, drowning in the lake during the winter. Luke, right. come over here. Give me a social roll. 27 is persuade. Where is my persuade? I'll spend two luck to pass. Wonderful. All right. So Remy, he goes, oh, well, shit, shit I should have known. All right. Well. Luke, this way, this way. We got to get off this ice, and it starts to crack and spider web, and you're you you make it to the shore safely as the ice starts floating, and there is a voice that just says, all around, through uh, all, and it's it's coming from the snow-capped trees, and it just says, "I'm going to drown your children." I'm going to turn around and say, fuck you, La Llorona. <laughs> and that's when you wake up. <laughs> I probably have the stick in my hand when I... Yeah, when you're I maybe you're grasping it. You've yeah. instinctually grasped it. All right, Andy, you're at the mall. You are with your two daughters. Ooh. And... There's a lot of people here today. It's like it's Black Friday. Yeah, um, I think I'll just be, I don't know, I guess I got one one daughter on each side. Uh, maybe they're just, uh, just taking along, just hearing what they're saying. They're three, so they're just being pointing at everything they see, I think. Yeah, they're excited. They're excited to be out here in the mall with just a plethora of people. They're sticking close to you. But that's when uh, a larger woman bumps into you. And you momentarily let go of your kids. Hey, watch where you're going. And then your kids are just gone. Lost in this crowd of people. And you're looking around. No one's caring. They all are going about their business, going about their lives. And you're, you might be panicking. How are you feeling? Oh, yeah. Um, He wouldn't even take mind of, of the, of the woman. He's just gonna instinctually just look for his for his uh, little girls yeah one second they were there and now they're not 
and I'd like a spot hidden roll. Okay. That, that doesn't count. Okay. Oh, that is a regular success. All right, so you don't know how they got further away. Uh, they're like almost halfway across your line of sight. And they're sitting on the staircase. Actually, no, they're sitting on the edge of a fountain. The mall uh, fountain. Playing, having fun. And you just breathe a sigh of relief. Until you see the woman in the fountain. Hair, thick strands of hair floating on the top of it. And this fountain, it's incredibly deep. Not like any other mall fountain that's just maybe half a foot deep. It's like she's submerged in it and she's moving slowly towards her children. You know what she's going to do, right? Yeah. Um, so what are you going to do about it? I'm going to try to tackle La Llorona. Okay. Um, well, as you're trying to push your way through, there's these throngs of people that are just getting in your way. How are you going to deal with that? Because she's getting closer to your kids. I'm, I'm going to push and shove. Give me a fighting roll. Okay, and uh, it's just just yell, saying, saying um, that woman's going near my daughter. Please help. And then, yeah, do fighting roll. Oh, that is a regular success. Wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. One last question. Yeah. You are uh, you have pushed your way through the crowd. Do you help your children get away, or do you attack Lago Rona? I'm going to help my children get away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you grab both of your daughter's hands and you make it away. You get away from this awful visage of the bloated face with hair dangling down. And she's just watching you. And you wake up to the sound of rain. You all wake up to the sound of rain. It's about 7 a.m. And it is pouring. Richard Ahern is up. He's made tea for all of you. He has the radio on. And there is a news report. He nods and he says, uh, well, we've got quite the storm. There's actually um, news reports that say that the levees are in serious danger and that uh, residents along the river and in low lying areas need to evacuate. It's uh, pretty bad. And actually, if you look out the window, there's a sandbagging effort right at the river. Holy shit, I forgot about the flood. Okay, um... No, I mean, the flood, according to the Bible, happened such a long time ago and God no, no, and no, you're no, no, do it again. No, 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 no. And I, I'm going to hand... I'm going to... Pull up the the photo the the photograph of the kid's picture of the flood. Yeah, that's a flood. Yeah, we're all can saying. We, we're all, everyone, can we. Yep, zero okay. one. I pass. pass. Oh, the uh, 
These were done by children in the the apartment building. Uh, yes, a dead child. That yes. by a dead child. Um, based on the topography, we've driven around the town a bit, and where the levees are. If the levees break, where do we think this is? The bridge. Does this look like where the bridge would be? I've been here for a bit longer than the rest. Do I recognize this bridge, Alex? One of the only bridges that is prominent in the art style, in the way that the child depicted it, is the bridge with the triangle support structures. And that is the Vista Bridge. Yeah, that's... The one going north. One between here and the meatpacking plant. Yep. Yeah. The rains are heavier than ever, and there is lightning and thunder. While we have reason to believe there's going to be a flood, we should alert somebody. I think they're already... I mean, the authorities are aware of a flood, right? I mean, they're working on sandbagging it right now. Yeah, they're sandbagging and and putting evacuation notices. Going going now and telling them that there's going to be a flood would just make us seem... I don't know, crazy. Maybe that reporter lady. Or um, remember the when the article was mentioned, uh, P- uh, Public Works Director John Polovic. Um, you can contact him. And Superintendent Walt Jarvis. He's the that was mentioned in one of the articles we found. I think I want to tell the. The reporter lady that I've had a premonition. Yeah, I'll sound crazy, but maybe. I mean, it's it's raining heavily and the river is rising, and you're going to predict that it's going to flood. I mean, that's a. There have been worse prophecies made. At least yours will come true. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe somebody will listen to me and at least get out of the. Go visit their aunt in uh, some other town. Is that, that Ruth is that, Ellis? I was about to say, is Ruth Ellis's home in the flood zone? No, that's the woman oh, that. That's that, the woman. That, that... Uh, Lorraine Sabet. That's the woman at the newspaper. She lives somewhere downtown. As for the radio, it continues to go on and it says um, there is a volunteer drive uh, to reinforce the levee. Yeah. You will take anyone. Your help would be appreciated. We have a car. We don't have a truck, right? So. Give me a survival roll. 63. What is my survival? No. Okay. Or even a drive auto roll. That would work as well. Uh, It's still. I've only got 25 in drive auto. And that's for anyone. I rolled an 08, which is a regular success on survival. Okay. So with your knowledge of cars or survival, if the rain keeps coming down at this rate and there is a flood, cars are going to be useless. You're going to want to look for a boat if you want to get around. Yeah, cars cars at this point are going to be a death trap more than anything else. You can use a car right now. It's not that bad. Still well, early. We, we can right, see but from I mean, that. Being just, just the thought of being in a car and having a levy break, I, I can't go through that again. Um, 
where Again. we're at at the resort is the resort sorry my is the uh, resort low low down no it's on a hill okay sorry when well, i was a when i was a teenager i was in a car accident with my with my sister we were hit off a bridge into a river i managed to get out of the car but she she drowned down there jesus I, I can't stomach the thought of. I, I don't blame. I can't. I can't be in a. I can't be in a submerged. I understand. Totally again. understand. Did anyone else have weird dreams last night? I had horrible dreams. I I think we've all got La Llorona on our heads. I I did. I dreamed she was trying to kill my my boyfriend's kid. I told her to fuck off. Yeah, she told me I'll drown your children. Yeah, uh, fishing with Ellie, and uh, she turned up. Same with my two girls. I managed to get get my kids away from her. Children. I think we just... They're not going to let the kids go to school today, are they? They have school closures posted on yes. the radio. Okay. School closures. Okay. But as you're listening, you're continuing to listen for school closures. There is a luck roll I'd like the lowest person to make. Oh, okay. uh, that's going to be me. One of us. No, uh, no, I got 16. I've got 14. Oh, okay, Rooster. <laughs> you go. Uh, 85. Okay. Can I spend sand on my luck? <laughs> of course. <laughs> that's a good roll. <laughs> oh, you funny roll. Hmm. Oh, what's so everyone doing? The schools, or so are all the schools closed? Yeah, they're closed. They're not going to send their okay. kids out. Okay. okay. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's nothing we can do if it happens. We need to find what well, we need to call. What's her name? And see if we can come by and look at the house where the body yeah. is found get the stuff out of the is way is that in the flood zone that that home the whole town is i think uh it might be it's hard to say i think we All just right. need to be careful right like we la Yorna attacked we the first time and we got rid of her but she came back again the very next day if i remember correctly in our timeline. so boring. i think she's she's ready to hit again we just need to be very careful we Rooster. need to find out who who she is and then stop her yeah. You phone? get a phone call. I get a phone call? Yes, you do. And it's from Kurt. Yeah. Kurt! Rooster. Kurt, um, you're okay. It's It's been hard, Rooster. Do you have time to talk? Sure. Okay. Um, do you mind if I put you on speakerphone? Everybody's here. Or do you want to talk uh, privately? It's fine. Hey, everyone. Hey. Hey, Kurt, it's good to hear from you. Yeah. I'm sorry for running out on you at the desert. I just, I couldn't, couldn't handle it. And this doesn't mean like, I like hate you guys. I actually like you guys very much. I, it's, it's been hard. It's yeah. a big loss. We understand. I might, 
I might take some time off work and do my own thing, try to find myself. Where are you at right now? I'm in Boston for now. Look, I'm I'm seeing a therapist. We're working on it. Good. 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 Yeah, what about you? Sounds kind of um, loud over there. We're uh we're in uh uh Belford. Place, Belford uh Illinois. Well, Illinois. 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 Oh jeez. It's uh it's raining. We're following up a lead. Okay, just be careful. We will All be. Right? And maybe we can hang out or something when we when you guys Absolutely. Get back. It's the first place I'll go in the back to Boston when I get get home. Okay. Well, good luck out there. You got it. Give me a psychology roll. As he hangs up. That's a little odd. Sounds depressed. I think I think he's not in a good state of mind. I don't know the man, but usually, I mean, people calling to make amends or something. I, uh, it sounds time. like he's trying to put things in order before taking his own life. You might want to contact somebody in Boston. I passed with a hard. Yeah, yeah uh, basically what Everett has said. He's not I actually. Good. I know his sister. I, I should give her a call. Yeah, right give her a call. Yeah, give oh, her a call. Oh, yes, you do know her. Uh, know his sister. Okay. So you look to see uh, Natalie. Natalie mm-hmm. Winters. Oh. Right? And yeah. you're looking on your phone because you still have her number. Number doesn't exist. Whoa. I mean, it Well, did she change her number? Didn't... Yeah, I kind of fizzled, right? You know, like I kind of lost. It comes to your, your maybe something. Uh, give me an intelligence roll. Sure. Uh, that is no, that's ninety-eight. <laughs> okay, uh, everyone can do this as well. Uh, besides Everett, screw you. No. <laughs> uh, I got a. You hearts. said intelligence. Yeah, I got, I got a hard success. All right, so Kurt never mentioned he had a sister. Uh, but we met a sister, didn't we? Or you met a sister? Didn't yeah, you, it was. You went on a for a little bit. Didn't you say you went on a date with? Yeah, her, right? we went out for a little while. It didn't really work out. But this, why? He I just, swear he had a sister. I'm gonna call him back. Did you did you go on a date with uh, one of these ladies of one of these sisters and to be quite honest not the vibe that i got but yeah call him back yeah i'm gonna call him back okay it's like uh hello dude yeah you don't sound okay do you need to go see someone look i'm already i'm already seeing a therapist there's tension in his voice yeah everything is gonna be okay right okay well we came up some up against some pretty heavy stuff and it's trying to drive us all towards despair. So don't do anything. You know, I'll be back soon. We can hang out. Things are going to get better. Okay. 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 It promised me. You, if you could hear tears on the other side, you might. It's happening. You know, do, do you have a sister? I don't have any family left. 
Um, dude, I'm I'm a long way away. I need you to. I need you to at least you know call your therapist. Okay. Curtis, yeah. I, I don't. I don't have. Uh, my parents passed, and I was an only child. So. Okay. Kurt, I'm going to give you my home phone number up in uh, Rockport. If you need to get out of Boston for a while, you know, take some time off from your job. Okay. Call that number. Got plenty yeah. of guest rooms there for you. He gives you a half-hearted. Yeah. Okay. Wait, is someone just just Brenda to go him. check up on him? Uh, call, call Brenda and have her check up on him. Does he? I doesn't actually really know Brenda. Does he? You know, um, it was brief. He knows Brenda. Okay. Yeah. You have what's your address? Let's let's. Brenda can come over and take a look at you. Yeah, he gives you the address. All right. Okay. I it, actually give me a psychology. Uh, no, give me a social role because now you're really pushing. Ooh, I didn't make that. Uh, would you allow any of us? It's only rooster. Uh, this is going to be a push roll if one of you try. Oh, um... I've got a postcard I'd like to send him. You can send that when you're at a post office or a mailbox. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a way to get his address if he's being KG. Uh, that's still like a fast talk because you're trying to use a degree of deception. So next roll is going to be push roll. Yeah, I don't want to do that because he'll yeah. hang up. Dude, just... We care about you. I know. I'm doing fine. Really. Really. I'm working no, it out just, with my therapist. Uh, I sorry. Who are you? <laughs> I my name's Everett. I don't know who you are. Um but I I believe that the world would be a better place with more honesty. I think when we're not feeling fine, it's important to just say it. You know, these people are your friends. Uh, Kurt, and from the sound of your voice, it, it doesn't sound like you're you're fine. You know, is everything okay? Like, I don't know what you've been through, but since I met these people, I've been attacked by a water ghost multiple times, and I'm kind of scared, you know, out of my fucking mind. So it's okay if you're not okay. You know, these people will understand if anybody on Earth can understand. You know, just just be honest with your friends. All right. That's going to be a push roll, because... So, roll it. Oh, good. <laughs> roll a social skill roll. Uh, Interpersonal skill. Let's see, I got a persuaded 50. This is a... Good having the coin flip. Uh, no, that's a 73. Can't use luck on a push roll, and he's like... Oh, yeah, that's right. All right, well, I don't know how long you've been listening, but just stop... I just some things you have to do yourself, okay? Stop, stop pestering me, please. All right. And he hangs up. Roll sand. All of us? No, just you. Oh yeah, because me, oh, me, me. Yeah. Because the sister yeah. thing. What is up with the sister <laughs> thing? That's actually a pass, though. All, All right, so that's still gonna be one because that's like sure, actually. June, can you describe you met her? Is? She was the barista at the coffee shop when uh, all of this happened. Yeah, that that's true. Now I'm just wondering if does she fit 
There's no way. That doesn't make any sense. He Maybe lived, you misunderstood did he live in that what building? she said. Wait, yeah, what? he lived look, in the look, building. Did, he lived in that building. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his and girlfriend this... was the uh, was the avatar. Was the avatar? Yeah, she tried I to mean... get him to commit suicide. I mean, are we that surprised? I mean, these ladies can do a lot of things. I mean, they. I guess so. They're 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 what they're trying to do is just drive us. They're playing with us. Uh, I gotta call the I gotta call the house and see if I can get a hold of somebody there alright so who are you calling calling the the house in the white pages that we want to go the old house yeah Yeah, you got it so this is uh, Miss Tremont Mrs. Tremont hello um hi um you don't know who I am uh my name is uh is uh Cole McKinnis, and uh, we're in town doing some research on some of the town's history, and uh, we were wondering if it would be okay if we came by just for a little bit and took a look around the estate that you're in. Uh, We've run across the name Ruth Ellis a couple times, and we know that's where she used to live. Uh, We're just we're just a little curious about the area. Would that be okay? We don't want to intrude. Give me a persuade roll. Mm. Oh, 007. All right. James Bond. All right. So (laughs) she says, well, it's uh, a hell of a day to come by because if you're already in Baleford, you know, it's probably going to flood. It's pretty rainy. Yeah. Um, I suppose you could stop by, but I'm on my way to help with the sandbagging effort. All right. We really just want to drive by and look and take a look at the house. We just didn't want to intrude in any way. Okay, I might still be there for fast. All right. It would probably be 15 minutes. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Boop. Well, let's go. Before it floods, before it rains. It's already raining. Yeah. Your water is to your ankles right now. You know this inside the apartment? No, no, no. Uh, like if you're outside, getting to your car. This storm has kind of got me worried because every time she strikes, or at least is at her strongest, it's been raining, and this is going to be the worst of them all. Now she's something's going to happen. Yeah. Something's going to happen today. I can feel it. She's coming I for mean, someone or us or both. When we talk about this coin. I mean. I was getting on Nathaniel's case about reading into coincidences. Um, but I mean, she's she gave dreams to all of you, threatening people that you know elsewhere. And now Kurt, who has had contact with these entities, is calling us today. wonder if he had dreams. I wonder if, ask him. if he had dreams as well. He must maybe had a visit she, from his friend. Targeting him from afar. <sighs> Yeah. Let's go drive by that house and then let's join the efforts to sandbag because that's most likely where she's going to attack us. I agree. We need to be ready for that or I don't know, how can can we be ready for that? Well, I got my stick. 
Let's bring our stuff, our baseball bats and our... Katana. Looks over to Everett. Okay, <laughs> so you are going to drive through the floodwaters. Uh, let me see a drive roll to see if we have... Uh, if you get there in time to question the house, the homeowner. Okay. Don't drive over moving water. I got 15 out of 25. Okay. I, I'll I'll do uh, three points of luck to uh, make it a hard. Save your luck. All right. Good, so I don't have much luck. <laughs> <laughs> As you are driving through Belford, you can see that yeah, it's it's getting a lot worse at the portions where the the river is. It's flooding pretty bad. The sewer grates are getting clogged up with debris. Stuff is just furniture is outside and just floating away. Um, water is up to your ankles and you're just trying to just drive through it, splashing this brackish brown water up. It's nasty. And meanwhile, the rain is relentless. You get to Ruth Ellis's uh, residence, now owned by uh, Mrs. Tremont. And she is a older woman, uh, maybe mid-40s, wearing waders. She's got a raincoat on. She's like, are you you guys the reporters? Yes, I called. Oh, uh, well, researchers. Researchers. Uh, okay, well, what exactly do you need to see? I know of the house's history. All right. But I haven't noticed any ghosts. No. Um, I want it. We, uh, is it near the river itself? Uh, the Roof Ellis estate? Okay. Yeah. It's in the middle of town, like right next okay. to the downtown so it's, business. It's district. not. It doesn't have like a river bank in the backyard. Or, no. Hmm. This might be another empty. Well, it doesn't hurt. If she's going to let us look around, it doesn't hurt to look around. Yeah. Okay, well, just uh, dry your shoes. She's laid out a rug. And I can show you the attic. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Great. Looking at the home. Yes. Does it have a crawl space underneath it? Uh, I would say that like raised, it, you know, it's like raised or is it? Yeah, no, it doesn't. Okay. Good. Cause I wouldn't want to crawl under there. But it probably has a basement. It does have a basement. Yeah. And it's a, it's a pretty standard middle-class home, standard middle-class furnishings. And she takes you upstairs. The attic is located like in through a closet, so it, you have to climb up and open the door up. And even in here, you can see a little bit of water dripping in from the rain. Any uh, anything left of the old place? Oh no, I dumped all of that. All that furniture and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard some pretty nasty stories. Um, what did you hear? Uh, oh, that just some woman went crazy and probably hacked up a little kid. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. I think she was a, a local postal worker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, she got, like, divorced from her husband. Sad stuff. Uh, yeah, but here it is, and she gestures out at the attic's glory. 
we look around, it's probably nothing it's up here. Attic. It's yeah. old, it's dark. Hasn't been used. Well. You, you might be able to see... I take some photos. A dark stain. Probably where the blood has dried a long time ago. I'll take but some But it could photos. be anything. Yeah. Very well. Um, let's get out and help them with the, the rain, the sandbagging and stuff. Okay. So, as you are heading downstairs, Mrs. Tremon, she says, are you, uh... So you're just in town for, what, the week? To look up what ghost stories? Kind of, yeah. And we didn't expect the rain. Yeah, it's been it's been raining a lot. We've been following up some of the current um, locals' fear of the, the, the La Llorona legend. Oh, it's just some sick serial killer. I don't believe in. You think so? Ghosts. Yeah. What else could it be? So, you know, this sort of rain—is it fairly common to get here? What's the? Yeah, this is this is the rainiest city in America. Yeah. And what makes you convinced that it's a, maybe convinced is the wrong word, but suspect a serial killer? It's got to be not that many children go missing and then like, yeah. have you have you seen the, the missing person statistics? Some sort of pedophile or. Yeah. God, yeah. I hope they yeah. catch them. Well, we are so sorry for, for taking up any of your time. Um, oh no, it's 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 good to see other people willing to help out. And from my understanding, you're gonna help out with the sandbagging effort. Yeah, we I'm might heading as well there. You can follow my here. car. Uh and you can see that she also has like a canoe strapped onto her hers hatchback. Cool. Smart. The car uh, flips over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard it's gonna get about... worse. Have we thought about going to the like sporting goods store, trying to see if we can pick up a kayak or something, or a, a raft or something? Yeah, we a should. Raft, yeah, that'd be smart. Uh, yeah, there's a sporting goods store down the store. I mean, down the street. Hopefully, they're not sold out, given like how. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you down there, and she drives away. Okay. So also. as you get over to the sporting goods store, sorry, I cut you off. No. Oops. Okay. Uh, all right. At this point, luck roll. For a group luck roll, please. Oh, that again? Yes. It's me. Yes, it is. 93. 93. Okay. So you have available to you. Bow and arrow. There is a single jet ski. That carries two people. Too expensive. And there is a canoe that can carry four people. What are you supposed to do? Walk around with a canoe? How about how about could we get a no, that's just silly. I was gonna say a there's some pool bed. floaties. Inflatable bed, yeah, pool floaty. <laughs> Actually, uh, probably grab some life jackets. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You grab life jackets. Okay. Not ideal, but good worst case scenario. 
Yeah, she's just gonna grab you and pull you under while you're floating along. In the... they Unlucky. Have, also, do they have a um, a hammer or anything? Of course like, they for, do. Uh, for vehicles to get. Yep. To break a window out. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, that's smart. Yeah, you got one of those. To, like cut seat belts. Yeah. All right. So, is anyone getting any? Boats, or are you just going to? Canoes just too much. We, I mean, if it was inflatable. We could bat if there's any. I don't think I. Yeah, yeah there's a baseball bat. Yeah. A ho- hockey stick. So okay. all of us, all of us have baseball bats shit. now. Yeah. Are we, get extra, are we gonna get extra nets as well? I mean, you if can you do want. That. <laughs> I see Nathaniel nodding like, "Let's get an extra net." Oh yeah. Oh, okay, so an extra net and okay, a couple of good. machetes. <laughs> we still doing yeah, it? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's not help these people. We know yeah. there's going to be a flood, so we're going to help the people, but we're not going to help them where we think the flood's going to sweep us away. Very actually, nice. in the, actually, in the kid's picture, the bridge is fine. It's the water's going underneath the bridge right. in the picture. Right. Mm-hmm. righty. So you drive on over to the river where the sandbagging effort is and at this point you're maybe half a foot over ankle deep so maybe a foot of water and you have to drive your car on, and keep your car on outside out of the water so you're maybe driving a little off road on the hilly side that's where you park or you park somewhere safe and you can see there are a lot of townsfolk at work um yeah. And this is very apparent because you can see all of the uh, people of color are on like one side helping each other out, and then Caucasian people are on the other side helping. They're like avoiding each other. Let's go help out the. Is our you see Esteban there? Oh, he's uh, yeah. Let's go help out Esteban. He, He got he got dismissed. It wasn't as bad, apparently. Oh, about fractured ribs, right? So. Yeah. Yep. Nothing. Yeah, at least he's in a those... directing capacity. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll say something like, "Cracked rib can't keep you down, eh?" No, my, my people, they need me. Good to see you again. And I'd you can see on the other side, yeah, there's Sheriff Zerny, and some of the other townsfolk on the other side. Esteban, we need to be cautious. This weather it leads us to believe that she's going to strike again. We 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 beat her though. But yeah. you, she went right back into the river. She's not defeated. She'll come back, probably she's today. Come back. Antonio just does so sign up to sign up. We won 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 a battle. Evacuate your children. I don't I don't know what else to goes. say. But is the meatpacking plant on high ground? Uh. Medium, so it's like it's not the highest, but it's in the middle. 
but it's a big industrial plant, right? Yeah, so it's got a lot of so, concrete foundation. A lot of concrete raised. foundation. Right? So you get your kids up to that area. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, sandbags go there, and hopefully we can stop this from getting too bad. So at this point, it's around 11 and you're going to like help each other. Yeah. Is everyone just sticking where they are or are they going to doing something else? Well, I kind of want to stick with Esteban's uh, group. Stick so together, whatever yeah. they're doing. Okay. Yeah. Let's not split up too much. All right. Yeah. It's like those people, they... he shakes his head in anger when he looks towards Sheriff Zerny's group. And even when trying to mitigate a catastrophe, it's very divided here, isn't it? Yeah. Look, let's it keep is. our spirits up. Let's sing a song as we're filling up bags. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. But do any of you have craft sing? I do, I actually. Oh. All right. Then really? roll it. Oh no! <laughs> She's gonna sing something in French, and then we'll. That is a thirty-two out of forty-five. You know, this is uh. <laughs> As you're standing here in the pouring rain, it's a beautiful moment because you start to sing, and uh, it, it's like a well-known song. What song is it? God, um, something uplifting, something that'll make us feel good about ourselves. All right. Hey, Macarena. <laughs> no. Oh, no, 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 Okay, pretty good. And you're keeping your your spirits up as you're piling these sandbags up, trying to stop this water. But when it's it's pretty bad, yeah, because you're all at the in the water, this brackish water itself. People are people are pulling up in their own boats and their canoes and their kayaks. You even see someone on a paddleboard. You start to hear cracking okay, it's, from the uh, levee. Like from the levee? Yep. The levee's starting to go. Everybody out of the way. Yeah, people are starting to wade away. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be anywhere near that. Yeah, no. Yep. Out, out of the way. All right. Uh, Esteban, he actually has a friend with um, with a boat. And he directs you onto the boat and when the levee just breaks and now the waters need a chest deep as it just well, the floodgates have opened there is water everywhere you can see that people are trying to wade to safety people are swimming away and it's uh it's pretty bad people are heading towards the church where they're using that as shelter and people are being urged to evacuate someone has a radio get to high ground hey 
So at this point, this lower area, the lower residential area is all flooded. Any cars that like water is up to the windows of cars. So there is no way you could operate an automobile at this point. Well, at least we tried. Is there more? Is this a fairly large uh, boat? Yes. Uh, um, it's it's a boat that can fit six to ten people. Six to eight okay. people. Well, and then we need to start going into the town in the boat and see if we need to rescue people. Yeah, uh, I can have... I can coordinate that. And then Esteban gets a phone call. Huh? Okay. And his jaw, he looks concern and he looked and then he starts to look angry uh, apparently one of the children uh veronica veronica ferrera she has just gone missing and then at the same time someone has the radio on in the boat and now it's saying that uh nathaniel dukes has also gone missing. Where were these people uh, last seen? Uh, both have been playing near their homes. Okay. Let's get in a boat and go out to their homes then. And there's going to be more kids should be out playing in this rain. Yeah, they they need to have evacuated all the children. Right. They have, but uh, they were taken from different parts of the town. One from the east, one from the west. Well, they might have just been caught in the flood and flew and swept away. Do they have uh, like an alarm in this town? It, I don't think Amber Alert has been out yet. Oh yeah, it's been Amber yeah, Alert's it's, in the nineties. Yep. Sometimes uh, they have a big uh, horn in the middle of the town that they. Esteban, he looks towards you and he says, you know, the sheriff's only going to focus on the white kid. All right, well, let's... Well, we can go find Veronica. Or try. Uh, It'd probably be better if we split up. We've only got the one boat? Yeah, we've got the one boat. Uh, I have... I might have a friend who owes me a favor. I can call in another boat for you guys if you need it. Yeah, absolutely. Because you've been... Call help. You think this is her? Yes. She's back? Most definitely. It, it's back. better to treat it cautiously. I think the For whole flood way. is her. Yeah. I'm almost sure of it at this point. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let me call Hector, my cousin. And he rings up his cousin, Hector, and he arranges a boat that could fit six, six to seven smaller boat than this one so you'd be able to navigate the streets easily uh but yeah you've been a great help all right just um call me when you're going to return it i know you're going to do your best to help people bring the community together hey do you have another radio yes okay there should be one on his boat Let's keep in contact yeah can keep in touch yeah I'll let you know if I, I find anyone. Same here. All right. So you meet up with uh, Hector, the paramedic, and it's a it's a smaller boat. 
but it looks like it's in well it's been well taken care of and in great condition so hector says this will this will do you good she will serve you right then he hops on board esteban's boat so what's uh what's the plan for splitting up here who's going to look for veronica oh esteban has his own like patrol party with him on his bigger boat so it's just like you're gonna you just gotta look boat. for anybody who needs help yeah yeah all righty yeah I, i'm worried about what happens if la Yorona gets a whole bunch of is she getting energy from these murders is she going to become even more powerful i hope not all righty so do you have anywhere you'd like to search in particular or are you just going to look around i originally thought maybe where veronica was last seen but i don't know if you guys feel differently well we don't know that the, the town that much i'm sure that everybody's in distress at the moment that the town we have is a, flooding we have a map uh, we can well we can cover a lot of ground now since everything's We've got a boat. Yeah. yeah. Um, we can cover a lot of ground now that the ground is completely covered. Yes. So we can go to, you know, uh, Veronica's neighborhood and just cruise around over there and see if we can't see anything. Okay. Is this a, a motorized boat? Yes. An outboard. Uh, All right. So as so that would be in the eastern part of town uh, where things are not as good economically for the people that live there. So let's let's think about this. We need to grab people and then take them to higher ground and then come back and get more people as much as we can. So where is the higher ground? The higher ground is towards the center of town. All right. So let's the resort, the I think, is the tallest, is the most highly elevated it is. in the town, is it not? Yeah. And there are also some churches that have opened their doors for people to just take shelter in. There's going to be women and children and people on their rooftops and everything else. All right. So as you are making your way to the eastern side of, of Belford, you're just seeing the devastation. You're seeing just debris and furniture just floating past you. Uh, you are seeing houses just, just hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of real estate just being pummeled and destroyed. And the lightning flashes across the sky. It slashes the clouds above you. And then the power goes out. And it's dark. There's a citywide blackout. Well, wait, it's it? the middle of the day, right? Yeah. So it's uh, it's like the afternoon. Yeah. And I can imagine it's very like cloudy, 1, right? 1 p.m. Yeah, it's cloudy. Yeah, it's cloudy. Like, it's not, it's not dark as night. Black. It's not right. Tenebrarum nighttime, but it's dark. 
it's darker, it's gray, and yeah, you can see a woman struggling in the water. She has longer hair and is bundled bundled up. That woman there, she's there. drowning. Oh. We need to get her. Her back is facing you. Colors her hair. Black, dark. They're all Hispanic. How, how is she dressed? For... She doesn't look Hispanic. Then you'll get the net. Yeah, I'm going to yell out to her and say, yeah. Ma'am, over here. We're, we got you. Okay. Uh, she turns around and you can see Abby Gordon. Who's Abby Gordon? Yeah. She's the older woman who has um, special needs. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. We, we ran into Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Here, take Pull the her net. up onto the ship. Give me a net roll. What is that exactly? Was that strength? Throw. 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 I rolled a 19, whatever. whatever and you throw the net to her, and she says, thank you. And she's just shivering because her, so her clothes are soaked to the bone. Yeah, put some, I don't know, put any extra clothing or blood. Yeah, yeah, you've got ponchos on. Uh, make sure to check off the net skill, or the throw skill. <laughs> For investigator improvement. Uh, are you just going to get her to, like, safety? Well, we're going to see safe. if we can pick up more people. There's no point yeah. doing yeah, one person Yeah, she's safe with us. We can keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she's just going to huddle there cold and afraid in her little poncho and eventually you come to you come across two other search parties one caucasian one hispanic and they some of the there's about like eight to ten on each side they've got boats and they are just screaming at each other they are cursing at each other there's like slurs being thrown around People are pissed because they think How is this productive? They they think that either side is somewhat responsible for their oh. respective kid going missing. I'm sorry, children are literally missing and you're spending your time yelling at each other about who's responsible rather than looking for these children that lives are in danger. What is wrong with all of you? Give me a social role. I don't, don't think that's charm, so... No, I will. <laughs> I'm not being very charming. <laughs> Unlucky. Uh, Roll for I'll teacher boys. I'll spend the luck. I'll You'll spend the luck? luck? Okay. Yeah. Um, Lives are on the line, folks. A fail? Ten luck. Ten? No, I passed. I spent okay. ten luck, but I passed. Woo! I was going down in luck. That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, lucky you spent luck because, like, you might have seen someone flash a knife or something. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I'd have leaped onto their boat and beat them up with my baseball. Yeah, even in these harrowing <laughs> circumstances, when all are suffering the same tragedies, human hatred boils to the surface. Your children are missing. Go find them, for God's sake. Yeah, you, you basically... With your teacher voice, you scare them straight, and they're like, oh, "Okay, fine," and they they split up. It's it's La Llorona. She's gonna affect everybody. I know. I know. It's it's she's everyone's in everyone's head. Can I check on Abby on because 
you said she has like special needs um to see if she's okay like she's afraid yeah she is staring into the distance in wonder at this environmental just event abby where were you where were you going walk uh where bad day for a walk yes yes well we're gonna get you to safety we're gonna bring you up to higher ground where it's uh, not all flooded we just gotta look for other folks along the way okay what do you figure we can fit three or four more people into yeah you can i'll say so all right so you're going to look for the children slash save anyone you can yeah yeah Yeah, anyone who needs help. yeah there is someone is struggling that you see with their personal belongings trying to just get out of their house uh but they don't have a boat and their beat up automobile is submerged just leave it leave it i can't my my entire life savings are here how can i just leave this this is my life this is all i've known you can't take it your life's worth more than material things easy for you to say i live day by day well listen grab what you got there get in the boat with us you can't get anything more you can't take your house or your car with you and he's a he's a younger man and he looks just devastating and the stuff he's carrying is going to take up space for other yeah, people. Yeah, it's another whole person's space. Yep. Why don't you go put all of that stuff in your attic where it's less likely to get wet and then come join us? I'm going to need a social rule for that. because no! Yeah, this is his talking. life. Get out of here with your making sense. 35, yes, that is a success. On all right, so yeah, you're basically convincing him like, you know, this is your life, this is other people's lives, and since it's in a higher area, what you can recover it. So, yeah. is that the gist of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in the attic. It'll, unlikely to flood up there. He looks at his bag full of all he has, and he's like, okay, you're right. Take your cash. Take your cash, and that can go in your pocket. Everything else can go in the attic. You're fine. It'll be alright. Okay. And you see him swim to the second floor and get in through the window there. And eventually, I was that high. Yeah. <laughs> and he, what's his life away? <laughs> to return to it later, and he gets into the boat. Tough break, kid. He doesn't say anything. He just looks at his property, at the destruction of it. And it takes a long time for him to look away, even when you drive the boat. Everybody's in the same boat, literally. Um, I actually, when I was thinking of saying that, I didn't mean it to be funny. I just... That's okay. All the people on the block are dying. I believe the phraseology is no pun intended. Right. And you're able to pick up some more people. You pick up a a family of three, and you're actually able to fit them all on the vote. Okay, but now we got to go back, get them off at high ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
And as you drop, uh, you can drop them off at the church, and they're all very thankful. Like, and the boy, the young man who you convinced to leave his stuff behind, he says, he says, um, "You're a good person." He says that to you, June. Your your life is worth living, so go live it. He nods and gets off your boat and into the church where he's takes the hand of some other volunteer. Meanwhile, the rain is beating down on all of you, and that's when you get a call from Estevan. Find anything? Yeah. And there's a bit of static on the radio, but you're you're able to hear him, his voice clear. It's like, yeah, my my search party, one of my search parties reports seeing La Llorona heading heading towards downtown. Yeah. Let's head towards downtown. Is that where oh, we're already in downtown? Yes, I think we're on the outskirts, right? The like yeah, we're at the church, yeah, horror areas, yeah. Uh, we can't take our boat; it's too big. But yours should be uh, small enough, and the water should be shallow enough there. I mean, it shouldn't be shallow, too shallow there. We're uh, on it. All right. Well, good luck. She's been seen in the area. I I will pray for you. Thank you, you go out and thank you saving people of course take care now all right nathaniel you got your nets ready you know i always do <laughs> let's go okay so as you speed off and manipulate the boat closer and closer to the da- the flooded downtown area we will end the session there ah uh. Excellent. Uh, our players included Holly Buto, Morgan Llewellyn, Dan Dupolis, Nell Hipple, and myself with Alex Sun as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot like share and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments we enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have this is tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure to the universe of hp lovecraft and the call of google role-playing game until next time good luck and good gaming